Good morning, and welcome to an episode of F it, I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis. It is almost 8 o'clock. I'm just getting home after a, a long shift, and uh, another shift where I have to uh, get permission by management just to come in and work, so I can not have my uh, paycheck disrupted, but it already has been disrupted, and Hopefully, I can get that fixed. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm, I'm jumping on kind of to uh, address a lot of things I've been tweeting and uh, address uh, some silly stuff, basically. I'll go with the silly stuff first. Um, We are all dead. Or we all are dead. Uh... On Netflix is a uh, zombie horror series that uh, really uh, uh, intrigued me. Uh, it had the vibe of Chain to Busan, Train to Busan, and it kind of dove a little bit into Z Nation territory. I'm going to uh, look forward to the second season, so hopefully we'll see where they're going to go full on Z Nation. Or more Train to Busan. But I really enjoyed the series. I thought it was great. Uh, I couldn't... Uh, I, I I enjoyed the villain of the series. And where that was going. And I hopefully... We get more of a... Train to Busan vibe of the uh, series. But I liked it. It was great. Um, I'm looking forward to... Uh, Seeing its second season, hopefully it can capitalize on the Squid Game uh, situation in Netflix, and hopefully it goes another season, because it's it's really good. It's really good. It's dark, brutally dark at times, and uh, there's no levity at all, at all in this. There's moments of levity between castmates, and it just, it feels, it feels okay to lighten the tension, understandable. But uh, it was a it was it was a good movie. It was a good show. It was a good movie, and I'm looking forward to see where a TV show with the word where it goes from here. I got to see the finale of The Boys. Oh my god, The Boys season three has been brilliant. Every episode has been epic in every way. I don't know what they're gonna do for season four, but I I'm loving the fact that they are deviating from the Garth Ennis comics because. There's no way you could do the Garth Ennis comics full on, straight on. And I'm glad. This is honestly the most successful Garth Ennis property that's been put out there on TV. I wish Preacher had got that chance. I feel Preacher kind of uh, lost its way somewhat and became less... Uh, that, that I wish would have went straight... What would have... Uh, went with uh, basically went straight forward with the story. I would have liked a more cleaner adaption, faithful adaption of the series. I'm hoping Sandman follows that faithful adaption. Uh, unlike Preacher, I really want Sandman to succeed. So we'll see. Uh, the Boys has been excellent. Everything about it. Anthony Starr deserves an Emmy nomination, and I hope that he finally gets one because, goddamn. He's so fucking good. So fucking good. 
And now, the uh, bad news. I uh, tweeted out uh, that I've been really frustrated politically. A lot of it has to do with my dad dying and just dealing with the grieving process of it. Um, but a lot of it has to do with I'm just fed up. I'm tired of this shit. I respect Biden as president. He's our president. I respect that. But I'm so fucking frustrated by how he's doing a very slow burn. This, is the, this isn't the 90s anymore. Slow burn to make change is not going to happen anymore. The Republicans are forcing racism and fascism on such a high level. They're like a, they're like a pack of roaches that are invading a house. And if you don't take care of it quickly, you suddenly have to deal with it. And keep that house clean. And that's what the GOP is. A pack of fascist, racist roaches. And Biden and the rest of the politicians that are moderate Democrats, they don't see that. They don't see that. And it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame. I personally would like to see them see that and wake up because midterms is coming. And instead of telling the people to vote, you should tell people that we're going to make change now. We're not going to rely, going to rely on everybody voting because that's not always going to work. That's the speech I really want to hear. Not we're creating a committee. Motherfucker, instead of creating a committee, use an executive decision like you should use an executive decision. Fuck. We're dealing with a MAGA cult. Insurrectionists have have attacked the Capitol. And we're still fucking around and playing pussyfoot and hoping that... Oh, God willing, we can make some change. It's not going to happen like that. You're going to find yourself a one-term president, and you're going to find yourself in an even bigger fucking situation if the Democrats lay down and don't try to challenge you for the presidency, and then all of a sudden we've got Ron DeSantis or some fucktard Republican suddenly... Becoming president and putting us in the situation of hell again. And they learn and they've learned from Trump. So they're not gonna have so many they're not gonna put a D list celebrity in that White House. They're gonna put somebody who's a fascist, a racist, and really a fucking Nazi to the core in there. And the Democrats are the only stand that we have other than voting. So I don't know when is it going to happen with the Democrats, but it needs to happen now. Stay on them, question them as hard as possible, because they will continue to be complacent if we don't shout, if we don't march, if we don't say, hey, this is bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, 
my job. I work overnights and a little transparency. I'm tolerating it. I don't appreciate the changes that are going on right now. I deserve better. And you're thinking, well, then look for another job. I'm 25 years in this. I knew there was going to be changes in 25 years. You expect some change, but not this way. And change that I'm talking about isn't comfortable or helping anyone out. Not to go on a rant about this, but there's a lot of problems that need to be addressed. And I'm holding out for some abrupt reversion, revert back to my normal situation two months ago before I went overnights. But I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm trying to survive with the shitty hours. With the with the just coming into work. Because there might be a call in, so just come on in. Uh, and then I'm dealing with the fallout from my dad's death and all that stuff. It's frustrating. It's really fucking frustrating. And I've got to keep things together financially because I'm going to need a therapist. I'm going to need to go into therapy soon. I really am. There's nothing wrong with going into therapy. And I'm not just saying that, selling it uh, to myself. I really need therapy. I need to get some second opinions other than me just getting through it. And hopefully that'll happen soon. Hopefully in September I can finally start looking for a therapist. So I can uh, sort this shit out. Other than with my job. Other than with my dad dying and the fallout from that. I need to speak to a therapist. Because Jesus. But I'm on here as sort of therapy. Uh, and I don't. And I know there's a lot of people that are having the same issues or issues than, that are far greater than mine. Uh, but I'm still surviving. Uh, to quote a podcast uh, line that I heard this, tonight, I'm better but not bitter. I'm getting out of the bitter phase because I was real bitter and angry about everything. Emotionally, I was more angry about everything. About the way that my dad was used mentally by someone he thought was a girlfriend. But she was just a cunt grifter. And I'm angry about how I couldn't give my dad a proper funeral. I'm going to be angry about that for a while, folks. Because my dad deserved better. My dad didn't need to die not knowing who where he, or who he was or 
Heaven. He was surrounded by loved ones every day. And he still and mentally he didn't see that. And it's it's my dad's own fault that he was in this situation. He could have went to the hospital. He could have got help. He could have listened to his son who was pleading with him to the point of cussing and wanting him to get his head out of whatever the fuck was going on with him. And I know now, after the fact, his girlfriend, so-called the girlfriend, had a role in that. I'm learning more now that this person was abusing him as an elderly person. And getting what she could out of him financially. Manipulating his head. In those last few days. My dad. Didn't need to die like that. He didn't need to die like that. If that voice was not a part of his world. Maybe. There would have been a chance to save him. Maybe there would have been a chance to keep him around here longer. To see my brother's wedding in October. But she helped take that. And I will never ever forgive anyone involved in that. Ever. We had a long time friend of ours. Totally. Do a 180. And helped this woman succeed in her grifting for whatever reason. And I don't know. I would like her to explain why. And I'm sure when she gets up to heaven, my mom is going to want to know why, too. This has been F. I'm doing a podcast. We'll talk again shortly.